This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Talk money to me. Welcome to Talk Money To Me. This is your financial need-to-know podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Candace Burke. And I'm the other one, Felicity Thomas. And today we're super excited to bring you one of our favourite episodes, our order pad. Now, in these episodes, Candace and I discuss listed companies which have caught our eye. Maybe their companies display an impressive gross numbers we can't ignore. Perhaps the business recently reported solid financial figures. Um, maybe they're in an interesting sector with lots of potential. Or has the market oversold these shares, leading us to the conclusion that now is an ideal time to buy these businesses? That's right. And for my stock pick, it falls in the category of strong financial figures that I can't personally ignore. It hasn't been sold off. Actually, lately it's rallied, but I'm going to tell you why I think we should add it to the portfolio. Before we get into this episode though, please remember if you're new to the podcast, here comes a disclaimer. What we chat about today is not considered personal advice, even though we are registered financial advisors at Shoring Partners. As always, please note this podcast and the content discussed does not constitute as financial advice, nor is it a financial product. In fact, the content on this podcast is general in nature and you should always go out and seek appropriate professional advice before you make any of your investment decisions. That's right. You can actually seek professional advice through us if you wish. That's right. (laughs) Now in this episode where we go into companies P&Ls, we're going to talk a lot about the facts and figures which are known at the time and Felicity and I will also talk about relevant information in respect to the financial products to which they relate. Correct. So it's based on facts known at the time which is the 15th of November 2022 and we know that things move very quickly in this market. Um, So with that Candice, what company are you bringing to the order pad today? Alrighty, well roll up, roll up. Here it is. Okay. (laughs) This is my stock for the week. I'm going to go into the financial aspect of our market. So the ASX, and I'm liking Macquarie Group at the moment. The code is MQG. They're everywhere. You can't seem to walk around the streets and not see an ad for Macquarie Group. So it's a diversified financial services company with business operations across funds management, banking and services, that's their bread and butter, equities, capital markets, and commodity trading. Bit of history, because I do love it, established back in 1969 as the Australian subsidiary of the UK Merchant Bank. Macquarie then diversified its shareholding structure in 1985, fast forward, and it assumed the present name as we know today, Macquarie Group, and obtained an Australian banking license. So then fast forward again, it started trading on our Aussie market in 1996. So you've got <laughs> another little blue chip, well, not another little blue chip, a big, large blue chip for us. That's right. The top end of the Monopoly board, Mayfair, right? The winning property on the street. That's it, the one that everyone wants. So obviously a huge player on the ASX, huge global presence. Is that why you like it? Yes, one of the reasons. It is a giant. So market cap sits around $69 billion, depending on the day, right? With the volatility we're seeing. But 
what's important is it makes up about 3% weighting of the ASX top 200. So big financial player in the Aussie market. So it's true that the company is well diversified, which is another reason why I like it. It's got a large proportion of revenues here in Australia, about 30%, and in the Americas, about 35%, followed by about 25% from Europe, Middle East and Africa, and 10% from the Asia Pacific region. So it's everywhere. So really, it's everywhere. That's it. Yeah on the buses, on the trains, but globally, right? (laughs) And that's one of the reasons why I do like the business because over the years it's really diversified its geographical reach and its revenue stream. So these days about 50% of net profits is attributed from their kind of bread and butter, which is their banking and financial services, and then their Macquarie Asset Management Department. So that's their their funds and their products. Okay. And so where does a lot of the net profits actually come from then, Candice? The net profits, if you break down those two segments, really comes from their loan book, their deposits, their bread and butter kind of financial services and banking, Right. But what's interesting, in my opinion, is that the balance, the other 50% of the net profits come from the more exciting part, right? The more that's involved in the day-to-day market operations and future activities within the market. So that's the commodities and the global markets trading side of the business and then Macquarie Capital business activities. So the corporate institutional raises, the advisory, mm-hmm. yeah, infrastructure, the, the whole thing. So if we break down these four brands within the global brand. Um, I'm not going to go into all of it in too much detail, but let's stick to the knitting as the saying that I love. Within their banking and financial services arm, that attributes to about 13% of the recent um, first half year result that we saw. So they they dominate the retail banking space, right? They've got $116 billion in deposits, so balance sheet looks really healthy. The loan book is about 121 billion, and the funds on the platform is about 111 billion. And look, we have a lot of our clients on Macquarie Cash Management, so surely we're contributing to that 116.7 billion. Yeah, just a tiny bit of contribution <laughs> from us here. Talk money to me, but that's right, right? So like, it's it's a bit of a no-brainer. Um, and then just touching quickly on the Macquarie Asset Management arm, that's their their funds and their offering. That's about 31% of the recent net profit figure. And then Macquarie Capital Segment, that accounts for about 13%. But this is where I think not only is the market now really benefiting, you know, this particular department for Macquarie's groups, but also going forward. So th- within their commodities and global market trading segment, that's actually the highest contributor to the recent net profit figure, 31%. This department is really in the market-facing activity, so it offers capital, structuring and financing, risk management, market access, and then the physical execution logistics, so commodity trading, derivative trading, FX, the whole thing, not only for retail clients but for institutional clients as well. And it's an important arm to the rest of their businesses in their products and services, right? So the bank is benefiting from the strong risk management and demand in the gas and power businesses and resource segments that they're involved with, plus the global oil department due to the backdrop we've seen playing out in 2022. That's because the clients within Macquarie and their products and the Insto corporates that they represent, they're wanting to hedge this activity that they're seeing the increased levels of volatility in the commodity market. In a nutshell, Macquarie has established itself as a leading market position 
within the certain global sectors that stand out, you know, for the future facing commodities that we all are talking about at the moment. They're really involved heavily in the transport contracts, infrastructure, green energy solutions, more importantly, gas and power storage as we go into a North American and Northern Hemisphere winter, I should say. And they've got the ESG side figured out with renewable energy and, you know, green solutions, but they're also not ignoring the old economy in traditional resources and commodities like gas, oil. That's it. So it's not really your average bank and they've got their hands in all of the little honeypots, don't they? Um, So I guess if you're going to choose a financial at the moment, Macquarie Bank is the one to go for. So 37% of underlying profits, that's super impressive. I guess, what are the highlights you've taken from the recent results? Yeah. So like I said at the start, for me, you know, we, we do a couple of things as advisors, right? When we look at interesting companies or businesses that we want to add to the portfolios of our clients, the first thing I like to screen for is fundamentals. And I can't ignore the strong figures um, that Macquarie recently reported, which was a beat from consensus. So NPAT increased 13%, well above street consensus of 8%. EPS growth gained about 7%. They're paying out a really nice healthy dividend these days, 50% of payout ratio. So the full year is declared at $3, which is about 3.6%. Not bad. We love a dividend, don't we? Yeah. I'm actually even starting to really like dividends now, (laughs) (laughs) which is just like odd, right? Completely odd. I'm so shocked. I know. (laughs) Well, look, you'll like this one because you get top line growth in this company, it's nearly 40% exposed to those infrastructure commodities, you know, parts of their very important ESG play that we just spoke about. But the top line revenue was a beat also 11%. And before profit tax, impressive also 11%. What we look at for banks when we look at the balance sheet is their cash levels and their cash ratios and their tier two cash threshold is sitting at about 13%. So that's looking very healthy and a tick from the regulators perspective. It definitely is. And you've mentioned this before as well with regards to their capital levels um, for why it's so important. So super impressive report. Before we get into valuations and the risks, so if we are in a bear market rally, which some are saying we are. What should we really be looking out for, I guess, as a risk for Macquarie Bank? Yeah. I mean, I'm in the camp that I think this is a bear market rally. Like I don't think we've seen the floor, you know, the bottom yet. There's still a lot of uncertainties to play out. Now, if I'm right in that prediction, what we need to remember is that a bank is obviously, in this one in particular, offers products and services that is closely linked to the market. So obviously valuations, as the market falls and drops, Macquarie share price will do the same. Inflows and outflows are also important for Macquarie. So we have to remember that and that's going to impact their assets under management. Um, Equity impairments is also a significant risk from the Macquarie group because they do utilise their balance sheet often. And an increasing risk that we're all talking about is not only the regulators, they do love to get heavily involved in this space um, because here in Australia, obviously the banking system is one of the pillars to our economy, but there's a credit risk also we've seen in recent time, given that there is an increasing exposure to both the lending and leases within Macquarie's business. So there's definitely some risks that we all need to keep at our forefront when we invest into this market and any market really. So Candice, that's all great, but I know what everyone's here to listen to. What is the price target? I mean, what kind of upside are we going to get on Macquarie Bank if we buy it now? The good news is, is that the street places the consensus of around $194. 
So that's about 10% upside for where we are today. It's trading around 177 levels. Um, The most bullish call out there is about $214. And UBS, who I've referenced in this um, order pad today, has it about 190. But bearing in mind, right, as we're recording this in mid-November, in the last 30 trading days, the Aussie financial sector or the ASX financial index has rallied quite a lot. It's up about 7.5%, but the stock Macquarie has actually increased 15%. So I'm a big believer that the market is a really clever investor that is forward looking. And I believe it always rewards and favors the strong leaders and companies within its peer group. And that's where I place Macquarie. So it's outperformed its financial index in the last 30 days. So a company, in my opinion, that is clearly delivering on the fundamentals, clearly delivering on the balance sheet, the important metrics, well diversified in their revenue streams. This is one that you want to own in your portfolio, I think, for the next 10 years um, at least. And, you know, if, if I am right with this bear market rally, it'll come off again and then you'll have even more upside. That's right. And I think that because we've had such large swings, right, really over the last you know, two years or so, people are expecting, you know, 20, 30% returns, but 10% upside is still huge, right? That I is know. great. 10% upside is very, very attractive. And don't forget the dividend on top. So really it's 13%. Love that. Yeah. All right. That's a wrap for me. I'm Macquarie. Felicity, before we jump into your stock, which I'm excited to hear about and the assessment of why you think it's a buy, we're just going to take a quick break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And we're back. All right, FT. For those of you who don't know, that's your nickname and I've just told the whole world it. <laughs> Great. Autopad, let's get into it. What is your Autopad stock? Very original. Felicity Thomas. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and what's mine? Uh, CB. So, yeah. <laughs> we are so original. We work in finance. We love our acronyms. That's it. We're not that creative. All right. So, my stock on the Autopad is Paladin Energy. Now, the code is PDN. It's not as big as Macquarie Group, but it's not my small micro cap stocks that I usually pick. Which means it's at least in the billion, right? What's the market cap? 2.58 billion. I'm impressed. Well done. How good is All right. that? What is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does it do? Yeah, so if you've not actually heard of Paladin, essentially they engage in the development and operation of uranium mines, okay? So we're coming back to that green energy play, which I really, really like, and I've already pitched it previously with Silex. So its flagship asset is the Langer Heinrich mine in Nambia, which was placed in Karen 
maintenance in 2018 due to low uranium prices. But obviously that's turning around, right? So we're needing to get all of these uranium mines into production as soon as possible. So Paladin is actually currently readying the Langer Heinrich for a restart, which will depend on an improvement in the uranium market which is happening. Langer Heinrich will produce approximately 3% of global supply of uranium. I've chosen this stock because it's another investment in the way to green energy and our decarbonisation goals. Now, we've spoken about it before that we're heading into a commodity super cycle because we're unlikely to actually meet the Paris 2030 goals. So that's why I think it's a good idea to get into a stock like Paladin earlier. Yeah, I agree 100%. And so does the rest of the market. You know, also this morning, right? Remember Martin Crabb, our chief investment officer, who was on the podcast roughly this time last year and we're going to we're so excited we're going to sit down with we're going to sit down with him again very soon. He did mention that we're in energy crisis, that's no brainer, but we will continue to be in the energy crisis due to a reduction in drilling because of the ESG concerns flooding the market. So we have this issue where we want to go green, um, but we're so focused on it that we have to come back to basics that we still need certain commodities to get there. Correct. So we don't have enough uranium mines in production yet. So right, this is why, boom, uranium, that is my pick today. Boom. That's a sound effect for uranium. <laughs> boom, done. Boom. Okay. <laughs> but not in the way uranium, not in the way that people used to Blows think. Up. But yeah, people used to think uranium <laughs> bad. Uranium is, can be good in this instance. So a good boom. <laughs> okay. Another thing I know you look for is certain events or catalysts and that's why you're kind of bullish. So is that correct? Correct. So Paladin has released its September quarterly activities report. Now the key news that I've taken out from this is that Paladin has actually secured four additional tender awards for the supply of uranium to the US and European utilities. And it's working towards finalizing contract terms, which will be really interesting when they come out. So with the Langer Heinrich restart project being well underway, first production is actually expected Q1 of 2024. So Paladin, and I think what's also important here is Paladin has cash of US 163.4 million. So it's actually fully funded to its first production, which I think that's is a really, very, very good. key point. Yeah, that's one of the biggest risks for, you know, early exploration or any kind of small resource company is they're going to have too much of a burn rate. So what else did you kind of take from a highlight um, from the recent report? Because it was a big report from memory. Correct. So I think another thing to point out here is that Paladin actually has all the necessary permits and licenses to restart because that's generally a risk when it comes to these mining companies. The company has also confirmed an estimated project ex execution timeframe of 18 months from project commencement to first production. So essentially the full production will be achieved uh, after a further 15 months, which is very promising. Yeah, not too long for investors to wait for. That's, that's great. Any other kind of key points as well that we should be aware of, do you think? Yes. So back on the tenders. So I guess an interesting point here is we're kind of heading into a world of deglobalization. So I believe that companies that can actually secure these tender awards and contracts, you know, with the US and European counterparties who are going to be very big on this green energy and decarbonisation goals is very key. So essentially the company is going to provide guidance on price and volume terms once the contracts are executed. So that's a key catalyst 
to actually look out for. We also expect additional offtake agreements to be signed with the US and European utilities as Paladin layers in contracts of sufficient duration and value. That's important to note. And let's jump to the fundamentals, right? Like for me, the forecast for the production is important for this name. So what do you see there, you know, in terms of the return on capital or the return on investment? Yeah. So again, this is also really important to look at mines when they're not in production yet. On our forecast, the project has a one-year payback. So an IRR of 168% and an NPV 10 of US over 1 million. Now, we also assume a multi-year price strike of US $85 before actually settling on our long-term term U308 realised price assumption of US $65 in 2028. I think what's also really important about this mine in particular, it's expected to operate at an all sustaining cost in the mid US $30, which actually places the operation at the lower end of the second quartile of uranium producers. So I guess the combination of low capital intensity to restart and low operating costs means that this mine is actually well positioned relative to other assets. I think another point that's important, this is something that we've said earlier, is the cash position, you know, 163 million, which means they're probably not going to do another capital raising unless they find another asset. Yeah. Uh, because all of these funds are obviously going towards the LH restart. But that's not the only mine, right? Like we know that I was beating the drum on diversification from Macquarie. So what else is is in their playbook and their, and their assets? The LH mine isn't the only one. They actually own and operate a large global portfolio of uranium exploration and development assets. So you've got the Michelin Mount Isa, the Mani Inji. Each asset is actually underpinned by a high-grade resource in very favourable jurisdictions jurisdictions being Australia and Canada when it comes to resources and mining. We also think that's a very exciting part of their portfolio and actually provides Paladin with optionality as uranium markets do tighten. Yeah, have I convinced you yet? Have I convinced you to buy Paladin? I'm still on the fence. So you got to sell me now on the valuation. All right, this will get you. Paladin is an absolute buy. It is a very premium and one of the most liquid names in the sector, okay? It remains a preferred exposure to an improving uranium market. So it's trading around 85, 86 cents at the moment. Our Shoreham Partners price target is $1.30 and it's actually based on one and a half times valuation multiple. So it's not an inflated price target and Another point that you will like, although further away, it'll be free. Ca- it'll have a free cash flow yield of around fourteen percent by FY twenty five. So we're assuming they'll also start paying a lovely dividend by then. So it's about sixty percent upside from current levels. Well, that's a wrap. So we've gone uranium future facing commodity through Paladin, and your global diversified financial company with Macquarie. So we hope you enjoyed that Autopad. Please remember before we do sign off, although we are registered financial advisors at Shoring Partners, as always, what we chatted about just now, do not consider that as personal advice because we don't know your situation. But we can do if you reach out to us. We do love hearing from our listeners. Um, We 
we have created the order pad episodes to really have a bit of fun and back and forth on why we're buying or selling certain positions for our clients and our own PA portfolios as well. And both of these ideas have a strong energy tailwind. So definitely one to start watching. Do your own research though, but feel free to check us out on www.cftgroup.com.au. You can also reach out to us on our social media channels. Follow us at Talk Money To Me podcast for daily market updates. Until next time. See you then. Talk Money To Me is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Talk Money To Me are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Mates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equity Mates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of Talk Money to Me acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.